I do want to start the show today, though, um, continuing to look at the state of our schools in Victoria. Yesterday, if you were listening, we brought you the story of Balnarring Primary School. More than 150 students exposed for weeks to toxic mould. And we heard that these kids had been forced into classes of more than 52 students with large parts of the school closed, teachers begging for more funding and help from the state government. I want to play you now some parents that we spoke to yesterday. I had to take him to the doctor today and now he's on like a steroid inhaler and steroid medication because his lungs are just so irritated. I just think we just deserve so much better. The kids should be able to go to school and not, you know, get sick. He's been unwell sort of for three weeks now with a pretty bad respiratory infection and I'm a nurse and I know that it's not and I was like this is weird so it wasn't until sort of the dots aligned that I've gone wow this is probably because of the mould. While I'm not ready to pull her out or anything like that the teachers are fantastic it I am slightly disappointed with the school as a whole just because of a few issues that's been popping up like the cleanliness of the school. My sons are not um, have not been as part of that classroom but they have been in that classroom on an occasion. And I think I'm pretty annoyed and disappointed in the way it's been communicated. Okay, so what we've learned overnight is that this isn't the half of it. The state of disrepair in Victorian schools is shameful. One double three six nine three. I want to hear from parents who have children that attend a school that is in desperate need of an upgrade. And I want to show you now some shocking examples that we've uncovered. The roof of the library at St Albans North Primary is still covered by a tarp the SES put up after storms more than a year ago. We've uncovered significant issues with the Building the Education Revolution classroom that's what the government calls that building program. One was built on a former swamp and has sunk into the ground. We've had kids fainting in class because there is no air conditioning or fans. Teachers having to roam the hallways looking for spare spaces with kids' classwork in tubs because they have no air conditioning or it's broken. They've got no fans in their classroom and the temperature soars to over 40 degrees. Roofs in these new buildings either covered in mould or collapsing. I've been told off-air that one actually collapsed on top of a teacher. Six students, six teachers, and a government that sadly doesn't want to talk about it. I really hope that the Education Minister, Ben Carroll, will find five minutes in his diary to come on and address this issue of toxic mould at multiple schools and the disrepair that is clearly statewide. One double three six nine three. St Albans, no roof on the library for more than a year. Balnarring, Yarra Glen, Whittlesea, to name but a few of the schools we've seen documentation about. What I would say is there's nothing more important than our kids getting a safe and a good education. And fixing classrooms, well, it's probably not the sexiest way for the government to spend money, but it is one of the most important. And I think that class divide between public and private is bigger than ever. You might have seen these articles last week that five private schools in Australia spent $175.6 million on capital works. That is more than what was spent on 3,300 of the nation's public schools combined. That's half the public schools in this country country. What a rort that is. Last year, the state government spent $1.5 million on fishing rods in schools. Every year five got one, I know, because my daughter got one. Um, We actually go fishing, but I would much rather see that money put a roof on the library at St Albans North Primary so kids aren't learning under a tarp. Is $1.5 million on fishing rods better spent on, say, teaching kids to squ- swim? Like, what are our priorities here? One double three six nine three. Do your children go to a public school and what state of disrepair is it in? And I think I feel so much for the teachers here. So are you a teacher that has perhaps left the profession and what's it like out there in the classrooms?